Welcome to the Raising Sons podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Rochelle Whitaker, but you can call me Dr. Shell. I'm a parenting advisor, educational psychologist, licensed maternal mental health therapist, and mom. On this podcast, we'll cover everything you need to know about raising sons. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, hey, it's Dr. Shell with another episode of the Raising Sons podcast. Today, we're talking about one of my favorite topics, how to get your son to embrace his emotions. And there is so much that comes with this topic, but I want to start off by sharing something that I witnessed a few years ago, and it just rolls into this topic so well. So we were at Vacation Bible School, and I was with the three and four-year-olds, and one of the three-year-old boy hurt his finger. I think he cut it on something. And so it was blood just kind of going everywhere. So of course we had to get his mom involved and we had to, you know, call his mom to tell her that he had gotten his finger cut and really for her to pick him up because it was kind of, you know, bloody and things were kind of going everywhere. And so, you know, whether or not she needed to take him to the hospital or do something. So we had to call her. And so, you know, of course he's crying. It looked like it was a pretty deep cut. So when she came, she looked at his finger and then she said, oh, that's not that bad. Stop all that crying. And so I'm like, he's three. His finger is bleeding. I'm sure it hurts. And her response to him was to stop crying. And so that has happened. I've seen that. I've witnessed that on more occasions than one. And it wasn't just that she was telling him to stop crying. She was like, oh, he's a boy. He'll be fine. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's three. And so I've seen that happen repeatedly. So when we talk about how to help our sons embrace their emotions, I want to talk about how when we do what I witnessed this mom doing, how that leads to men not being expressive. And so I don't think that a lot of times we make the connection. So I've seen on multiple Facebook groups, on Instagram, on all these things that, you know, why can't my husband or my boyfriend talk about his emotions or express his emotions and all of these things. And so remember, my one thing is we need to look at things start from the end, from the beginning, right? So what that means is we need to be doing things now with the forward outlook of later, what we want to have happen for our sons, for our grown sons that will one day be someone's father, someone's spouse, someone's significant other. We want to start raising them in that manner. And so we need to think about what we're telling our sons when they're three years old and they cut themselves. Because all of that factors into them being able to handle their emotions, embracing their emotions, talking about their emotions. How do we as their parent or their mom deal with them when they're crying? What are we saying to them? And whatever we say to them is how they in turn will respond. And so if we are constantly telling them to stop crying over things or to get over things and dismissing their feelings, then they will grow up to be men who can't express. I won't say can't, who have difficulty expressing their emotions, who don't have the words, the verbiage to describe what it is they're feeling. All they'll know how to do is to push it down and to act like everything's okay. And we don't want that. And even if you haven't thought about it, think about it with like your spouse or your significant other and the interactions between the two of you. I'm sure you've had to say, oh, I wish my husband, my boyfriend, my significant other was more expressive with his emotions or why can't he just embrace his emotions? And so in the same way that you want that from him, we have to teach that to our sons at an early age. And how we do that is 
by what we say when they hurt themselves, when they're angry, when they're crying, when they're expressing their emotions. You know, when your son is crying, I mean, there are different reasons for crying, right? So as a mom, you know, every cry, this big drag, pull out, like you just got to be bawling on the floor, right? We all know that. But when, you know, your son is hurting, whether it's physically or internally, emotionally, we don't want to dismiss that. We want to stay present with how they're feeling and address it. And, you know, addressing it could be something like, you know, I see that you're sad. I see that you're upset. I see that you're crying. Let's talk about it. Or what can I do to help? Or how can I make it better? And so just in that moment, addressing, recognizing that they're feeling some kind of way and saying something to help to comfort them, to just making it known that you see them and you see the emotion that they're experiencing can go a long way in helping them to embrace it. It also gives them the words to describe what it is they're feeling when they're feeling. I want to take a moment to tell you guys about the Raising Fearless Sons Challenge. Recently, my son and I had a discussion about him wanting to face his fears and to be more brave. So he came up with a list of things that he wanted to do to help him face those fears. One of those things was something like uh, climbing a rock wall, so he has a fear of heights. And so he made a list of things that he wanted to do um, over the summer to face his fears. And not only did he encourage, he wanted to do this for himself, he then also inspired me to to participate in this in this challenge. And so I'm a big fan of practicing what I preach. And so we've been, you know, facing our fears together. And so wanted to include you all in this challenge. And so if you want to join the challenge, follow these simple instructions. Share a fearless moment that either you or your son embraced on Instagram and use hashtag Raising Sons. The winner will receive a copy of the Raising Sons manual. I can't wait to see your post. If you are a mom and you have a hard time, maybe you have a hard time expressing your emotions, there are emotion charts and I will include one in the show notes so that you have one so that you know what it looks like and then you can share that with your son. There have been lots of occasions when I've worked with boys years ago that we had to use those emotion charts because it wasn't something that they were familiar with. They knew the basic emotions. They knew happy. They knew sad. They knew angry. They knew frustrated. And they knew meh. When I say meh, that's kind of like that. "Mm, You all right. You know, it's okay. Everything is just kind of like meh. It's okay. And so they knew those basic emotions, but anything outside of that, they didn't have the words for. I'm not talking about eight-year-old. I'm talking about a 16-year-old, a 17-year-old. And so we want our sons to be able to not only have the words describing how they're feeling, we also want them to be empowered to express how they feel and not feel like them expressing their emotions is a negative thing. Now, what I tell my sons is, especially when they're angry, so you can be angry, but how are you responding to that anger? So, you know, if you want to kick something, go outside. One of them has a punching bag. So go punch on the punching bag. What you're not going to do is slam doors, kick walls, all of those things. We're going to find a positive way for you to express what you're feeling. If you're feeling anger, you know, you might need some time aside by yourself to work that out, go to your room, do whatever it is you need to do. Calm down. Once you get calm and you feel like you can rejoin us and not be so angry, then yeah, let's do that. And so to me, what I try to tell them is it's okay if you're angry. It's okay if you're sad. But what you're not going to do is be crazy in your anger. We don't want to act out of our emotions. So not only do we want to give them 
the words to express themselves. Not only do we want them to be able to embrace how they feel, we also want them to respond in an appropriate manner, right? So my sons decide to go to their room and, you know, punch the punching bag. That's totally fine. But what I'm trying to teach them is to embrace their emotions, but to not let their emotions control them, right? Because if you're angry and you're, you know, in an open field somewhere or, you you know, walking down the street and that anger is explosive, then all kinds of consequences can come with that. So my thing is to teach them how to respond in a way that is appropriate and not one that is going to then further underscore what I'm trying to teach them about embracing their emotions and keep it, you know, snuffed down, pushed down, not expressed and not validated. So again, we want to give our sons the words to describe what they're feeling. We want to encourage and model for them how to embrace their emotions. And we also want to teach them how to respond to those emotions. And it's not just, I'm saying angry or sad because, you know, those are emotions that we tend to gravitate towards, but even showing happiness. What does it feel like to be excited about something, to be happy about something? And I'm going to be a hundred percent honest. I didn't think that men had emotions. I know that sounds kind of crazy. I thought they were like superhuman and I'll tell you why. So I grew up in a household with both of my parents. My dad was there, but he didn't express his emotions, whether he was happy, whether he was sad, whether he was angry, he stayed the same. So I didn't see emotion from him. So I didn't, when it showed up, maybe in a guy that I was dating or even with my husband, I really didn't know how to handle it because it wasn't something that I was accustomed to. So a lot of times we talk about, we want our men to show emotion. And the question that we have to ask ourselves is, are we ready to deal with whatever they show us? And so that's why I believe that you start at the beginning, you start at the end from the beginning. And so, you know, teaching our sons, also teaching, you know, daughters to know how to understand that emotion. So if we're teaching our sons to, if we're giving them the words, if we're helping, we're encouraging them to embrace and we're showing them how to respond, they won't grow up in a household, their children won't grow up in a household thinking that it's superhuman for them as a grown man to show emotion. And so, you know, those are just some things that I think are important to think about when we think about helping our sons to embrace emotions. We want to, again, I can't say this enough, but, you know, give them the words, encourage them to embrace their emotions, and then show them appropriate outlets on how to respond to those emotions in an appropriate and a positive way so that it doesn't become something that then they don't do because of they've had a negative consequence with, right? And a lot of times our sons are looking to us, looking to their moms to determine, you know, what's the appropriate way, how it impacts us. And so if it impacts us in some kind of way, meaning maybe not so much anger, they probably are familiar with what that does to us, but it makes us cry or they sense some type of sadness with us, they're going to be less likely to express that emotion again because they don't want to make us upset or, you know, have us sad. You know, also making sure that you kind of garner your emotions with them. I'm not saying not show the emotions, but not responding to their emotions in a way that would prevent them from wanting to continue to demonstrate their emotions. So those are some things that I think that we can do, some ways that we can help our sons to embrace their emotions and, you know, start early, start at the beginning, looking towards the end. So be sure to check the show notes to download the Raising Sons manual, which includes the emotion chart. Again, if you love the Raising Sons podcast, Please share, tell your friends, subscribe, and like. Until next time.